Blog Talk Radio. created this show is I want to have a, a, a forum for the comedians and the actors that I knew and loved to have a place to come and talk about what they got going on, in, in addition to just coming and chopping it up with your boy Rodney Perry. So, uh, man, I'm so excited for this guy because he's such a hard worker. I've been knowing him for, uh, it's, it's, it's become years. I remember when he first got off the I'm Gonna Make It bus in L.A., and uh, he, he was always just a grinder and a hustler. And it, it's a pleasure to, to say right now that you'll be able to see him in a major, major feature film coming this coming weekend, 21 Jump Street. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let me bring him to the stage, to the microphone, to Rodney Perry Live, my man, Mr. Justin Hires. What's up, Just? Man, what's happening, Rodney? Man, man, I'm so excited to talk to you, man. First of all, congratulations, 21 Jump Street. It's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a remake, I guess, of the TV show <laughs> from right. back in the day. But y'all done took and flipped it and took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, we we done flipped it all out. Yeah, it's it's definitely a comedy now. It's an action comedy. It's like Bad Boys meets a, the 1980s John Hughes movies. Uh, but it, it's dope, man. It's it's funny. I saw about a a month ago. I seen the final cut about a month ago, and it's it's hilarious. Yeah, man. Now now you play the bad guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I play one of the bad guys. I'm Wario. Uh, <laughs> I was supposed to be a, <laughs> I was supposed to be a Hispanic dude uh, with a with an evil Wario mustache like a Mario, <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know that didn't happen. I went in the audition. They said, "Hey, let's give it to the black kid." Um, so uh, so yeah, man. So I play a drug dealer. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. a, I like to tell people. I, I like to uh, make sure I let everyone know. Uh, I am in this movie. I am not the star of this movie, but I am in this movie, and I'm all throughout it. But, uh, you know, I don't want people to get too too excited. But, 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 but uh, you, know, you know what, though, Justin, man, and, and uh, I think it's a testament to your hard work, is that it's just a matter of time before you start in these films, man. I mean, I, I, I know I know the work you've been, you've been putting in. First of all, if you don't know, if you don't know, go to do, the, do yourself this favor. Go to justinhires.com. Go to uh, at Justin Hires on Twitter and check this dude out. His his YouTube, his website, such a smart guy. And what you did is what I, I tell comics do all the time, is you create your own shows. You create your own videos. And you go out there, man, you guys have created some funny, funny stuff. And you've gotten crazy hits on the Internet. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I feel... 
I feel good about what I've done. You know, when I when I came out here uh, in 07, you know, I really didn't have too too many things going on. And so I was like, what can I do, you know, to just get my name and get some, you know, some material out there. And so that's when I went to the Internet and, you know, started creating sketches myself and, you know, Justin Mitchell. And uh, I want to thank you for being a part of some of our sketches. Uh, and, you man, you took them to the next level, the Kimbo Slice. The Kimbo Slice wouldn't be the Kimbo Slice sketch without you, Roger Pete. All right, you play Kimbo Slice Daddy. <laughs> took the sketch to the next level. And, I mean, that sketch is, is over a million views on YouTube, man. So, yeah, man, but that, that's how I've always been. I've always been, like, creative and, and always wanted to create and not just sit back and wait on someone to give me an opportunity but create an opportunity for myself and others. Now, if you're trying to figure out, like, who is Justin Hines, well, you may have seen him on MTV where he was a VJ on there or on Dance Justice, you know, where you got your thing in on there. Now, you you not only are a talented stand-up comedian, but you, you are you are – you're a director, you're a producer. Uh, which one of those hats do you enjoy the most, man? You know what I think? I think ultimately it, it might be direct when they come down to the end of the day. Like, I love acting. I mean, I love acting and directing. Um, and I'm sure that's what it's gonna what it's going to come down to. I mean, I think at the end of the day I really just want to be able to uh, make films, you know, make quality films and television shows that that people gravitate to, you know, and that's for everybody. I just want I, I just want to make stories that everyone relates to, not just a black story or a white story, but you know, you could take the film overseas and everyone's going to see it. You know, you can have films in America and everyone's going to see it. You know, and that's that's ultimately what I want to do. Just have a production company, man, and put out great work. Hey, you know what? I think that's the secret to to our existence right now as comedians is you gotta you gotta have a mind to produce. You gotta have a mind to create work not only for yourself but for your peers and others. Right. Because right. that will generate the wealth that we need for years and years to come. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, my, my mom is is an avid listener to this show. She's actually on hold right now. I know you have two great parents. Uh, what was it like for them when you said, I'm doing this? You know what? They've always been supportive, man. I mean, my parents... They, they they were always supportive. At first, they was a little hesitant, but they still put me in acting classes and stuff. But then when I started bringing in those paychecks, my uh -oh. mom was like, go ahead, boy. You go ahead. <laughs> That's boy. my baby yes, right there. Lord. That's my baby. Yes, Lord Jesus. So, so, yeah, as soon as I started bringing home them paychecks, you know, they was, they was all on board 120%. Uh, but yeah, they 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 love it, man. They love. It. Matter of fact, I'm going back uh, back home to St. Petersburg, Florida, on Wednesday, and me and the city going to the theaters, you know, to check me out in the film, man. So, man, I, I love that. Now, St. Petersburg is not a game either. So, how did you stay out of trouble? Yeah, it's not. People don't know, man. It's, you know, throwing life around in St. Pete, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. I just, you know, I just was always, you know, acting or taking karate or doing something, man. You know, I, I have a lot of friends that were in, you know, participating in those activities. But, you know, I, everyone knew, like, I was the funny kid. I was always the one hosting the talent shows and, you know, doing sketches and stuff like that. So that that kind of kept me out of trouble, you know, having my mind focused on other things. Hey, man, you know, I love that. I, I'm I'm such a fan of your work. If you don't know this guy, Google Justin Hires. <laughs> you know, you just said you just said karate, which made me think about the character you did, the <laughs> the martial, the blind martial artist. 
Yeah, man, Brown, the blind MMA fighter. Oh, <laughs> my God. If you haven't laughed today, do yourself a favor. Matter of fact, Madeline, find the link to that. Find the link to that, and we're going to post that on our Twitter page and on the blog talk page and all of that because this is a must-see because this dude <laughs> is so ridiculous. Yeah, that, that's one of my personal favorite sketches. You know, and I think that was only like the second or third sketch I shot. You know, and that's when I really started to learn, like, directing, you know, okay. and different shot angles and stuff like that was on that particular sketch. You know, and that's why I like sketches, and that's why I would, you know, implore everybody, you know, that's just trying to be artistic and, and get out there and direct or produce an act to shoot little sketches and things like that because you learn so many things, you know, just playing around with your friends and, and you know, just shooting little things and piecing it together. You really learn a lot about acting and directing and producing and how to tell a story. Man, I'm excited for you. You're doing uh, 21 Jump Street. It opens this weekend coming. Um, Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum, these dudes is in everything. I mean, what was it like? What was the set like? It seemed like that would have been a fun set. It was a fun set, man. I mean, Channing Tatum, nicest dude ever, uh, cracking jokes, uh, dancing around. He's he six foot two, whatever, dancing around. You know, it's, it's funny shaking his shaking his booty everywhere. Jonah Hill, <laughs> pause myself. Yeah, Jenny, please, uh, please. Jonah, please. I know, right? <laughs> Jonah Hill. I mean, Jonah Hill is he he really is a comedic genius, man. I learned so much from Jonah Hill just about acting, uh, about improv, about you know. I don't know, he, he's just dope. You can tell he's going to be a director, too. Like, you can tell Jonah Hill, because he would consult with the directors. He would uh, help set up shots. He would uh, tell actors, you know, kind of what he wanted to see, like what his performance, what type of performance he wanted from them. I mean, man, he, he he's great, dude. He's great. Wow. He hired me personally. He saw my audition tape. It was like, this dude's funny. He's next up. Bring him down here to New Orleans. So I will always be thankful uh, to Jonah Hill. Yeah. Wow. Now now you, you made your, your film debut uh with Rainforest and Stump the Yard and yeah. uh what what was that like for you? I mean, you are you a kid, you were in college at the time I think and right. and you you and Stump the Yard. It was it was crazy. First actually first the first film I did with there was actually the gospel. That came out in two thousand and five I believe. And from that they brought me in to audition for Stomp the Yard. And, man, that set was incredible. We felt like a real brotherhood. I mean, working with Will Packer and Rob Hardy. Rob Hardy um, was executive producer and Will Packer was the producer. I mean, it was just a true brotherhood. Like, I think that's why the film worked so well is because there really was almost like a, a, a brotherly rivalry on set, you know, between the two fraternities. You know, we had our fraternities, the one with uh, Columbus Short, and then we had the other fraternity, the one with Darren Henson and Laz Alonzo. And even on set, like, we had this, like, friendly rivalry going on, and I think it showed on camera. You know, it, it, it seemed so believable when we was on camera. I mean, it was great, man. You know, there, you know, Atlanta, you know, ladies was around. <laughs> That's always a win. That's always a win. That's always a win, you know, the ladies around. You know, what, what can I say? You know, it was, it, was a good, it was a good time and a good moment. And, yeah, going to college at the same time, it was crazy because it was almost like Superman and Clark Kent because, because like, on campus at Clark Atlanta, you know, I was just like Clark Kent. They're like, oh, it's that go Justin. And then I would go literally next door to Moore's Brown campus to film Stomp the Yard. And everyone was like, oh, it's Justin. You know, it was a different. Now I got people, you know, you got a trailer. Up and hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, man, it, it was a great, it was a great experience. It was a great, great experience. And and actually, I'm working on a um a film now with Rainforest Film. They hired me to write a screenplay for them. Uh, Will Packer did. So I'm working on a comedy that I wrote for them. Uh, and we're in the rewrite stages now. But it's a beast. It's great. And, wow. and and if it gets made, I'll be co-starring it. So I'm hoping to God that uh, that everything goes through. Well, when it when it gets made, when it gets made, that's uh, right. When it gets made, I will be co-starring in that. Yes. Done deal. That'd be my hey, biggest role. Last thing, take me back to Tampa Bay, uh, Shakespeare in the Park. Can I get a little Shakespeare? Yeah, yeah. That's that's where I started out. Yeah, that's probably when I first when I first started acting. Um, my my mom took me to a, a theater company called American Stage, and they did Shakespeare in the Park plays. And so I auditioned. I got in. Not only was I the youngest cast member, I was the only African American cast member. Uh, and that's when I was what thirteen years old. You know, starting out really acting. So my foundation and my roots. Uh, is in theater and it's in Shakespeare, and you know that's something that a lot of comedians and I tell comedians that all the time. It's one thing to be funny on stage, but it's another thing to be able to go into that audition room and know how to deliver lines naturally and authentically. You right. know, and that, that so that's why I always tell them: make sure you take a class or two, you know, just to kind of get familiar with with what acting is because then and I heard Jamie Foxx say the same thing. He was like, you know, he was auditioning people for the Jamie Foxx show. He brought in a lot of comedians, but it's like the comedians were too loud and they didn't know how to bring it down and they didn't know how to, you know, set up and fall back and, you know, not always try to be the funny one. Exactly. So I think it's very yeah, so I think it's very important that uh, especially comedians, especially black comedians, you know, to make sure that they take a class uh, in theater or Shakespeare or whatever, just to kind of get some foundation. So when they go into those audition rooms, they book it. They book in those parts. I love it, man. Hey, hey, Justin, thank you for calling in today. You not laying back anymore. Wario, the name of the character <laughs> is Wario. The name of the movie is 21 Jump Street. Opens this Friday, yeah. man. What do you want to leave my audience with, man, before we get get out of here? Uh, follow me on Twitter, Justin Hires, like you hire somebody, H-I-R-E-S. Justin Hires, I'm on Twitter. My uh, Facebook is Justin Hires, and my website is justinhires.com. And, yeah, just hit me up on there, you know, to, to, to find out what I'm all about. And I just want to say thank you, Rodney. That was a nice introduction, man. I really appreciate it. You've always been a, a strong supporter of me, and I just really appreciate it for real, for real, man. Hey, hey man, Justin, I, I'm a fan. I'm proud of you, man, and you, you're you're a hard worker. Uh, shouts out to your wife. You understand? You. We got to shout Thank out the wife. You know, yeah. Justin is married, ladies. And, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and also, uh, the YouTube page is youtube.com forward slash Justin Hires. Uh, find blind MMA fighter. Yeah. <laughs> and make it your business to watch that. And also, I had an opportunity to work with Justin on another sketch that, that we call Kimbo Slice Gets Knocked Out, which is yeah. crazy as well. Million hits on YouTube. Man, thank you, Justin, for coming on today, bro. Uh, no problem. Thank you, Roddy. Hey, hey, bro. Hey. Have, have a good rest of the day, man, and we'll be there in fourth. Go see 21 Jump Street <laughs> if for no other reason than to support my man, Justin Hines. Thanks, Justin. Thank you, Roddy. Hi, right, doggy. Hey, y'all, that's what the show is today. It's going to be crazy. My man, Justin Hines, called in. Mama, you on the line with Rodney Perry. Hey, Rodney, how are you today? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm excited about this show. I got uh, I got some great photographers, great artists coming on. I just got off the phone with Justin Hines. What do you think of him, Mom? 
I liked him quite a bit, especially the last part of his interview where he was talking about uh, how he had been prepared uh, culturally well-rounded by his mm-hmm. parents. And uh, that's why he's excited. I, I, think, I think you kind of gave us that, too, in terms of uh, of never being afraid to try stuff. Like, you, you know, you was like, you know, I was like, man, that's nasty. I don't want you be like, but just try it. Try it, you know. And so I think because of that, it's a lot of things that I would try that I would normally have tried had you not instilled, us, instilled that in us. Where did you get that from? I, I just felt that kids always needed to be well-rounded. And not limited, because I think within every child is some some genius, some creativity that must be tapped, and they got to be free to get it. Wow, well said, Mom. Every child has some genius. Now, your child's genius might lie in being stupid, which was my genius. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Boy, you was a real smart kid. <laughs> you you, you know were what? very I, smart in school. You, you don't remember that? You must be stupid. You silly! No, no, really. I, I, I was, I was, a, I was a good student. But you know what? I, I one of my regrets is, and I'm going to talk to uh, Derek Blanks a little later about this. Is that I was a really good artist, and I let another artist, the fact that he was so good, uh, stop me from my art. You know what I mean? Because I, I said to myself, I'll never be that good. And because of that, I kind of stopped drawing and stuff. And I, I always, that's one of my regrets in life. So I think I eventually I, I will find my art again, you know, my painting and drawing and stuff like that. You remember, I, I, I was a pretty good artist, huh? You were very good. Uh, again, and, and I'm thinking about uh, Tony Bennett. Uh, he's a great artist, but he had to go with that first creativity, which was singing. Yours is comedy, and you know when you when you reach a certain point with that, then maybe you can recapture that uh, the art abilities because they never leave you. Got it, got it. Hey, Mama, thank you for calling in. Uh, we, we, All right, I'm hang on the line. Up. I'll listen though. Hang on the line because we got we got a we got another guest coming in. Mr. Brandon Gibson will come in after this break. We got breaks, y'all. We're doing it on Rodney Perry live. What's up, world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Don't forget to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. That's Rodney Perry. Mash that thing together and text it to 41411. Now, back to the show. It's Rodney Perry. What's up, y'all? This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. And uh, make sure you text Rodney Perry, all one word, to 41411 to get all of my updates. Now, my next guest, I'm bringing in here, man. Um, I'm kind of new to his work, but at the same time, I'm a fan because I did my research, and you guys got to be introduced to this guy because this guy is the future of photography. Show some love. He come to the microphone, Rodney Perry Live, Mr. Brandon Gibson. What's up, Brandon? Hey, Mr. Perry, what's going on? Hey, man, thank you, first of all, for coming on the show today, man. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of BG Media. I see you out there getting it in. And um, give, me, give me your backstory, man. Give me how you found your way behind the camera. Um, well, pretty much I've always been an artist. Like I've always, um, had an affinity towards the arts and, and, and just anything creative. So it started out with me 
you know, drawn as an artist. And from there, um, throughout high school, I was um, got into doing videos and uh, was in the yearbook club and just, you know, anything creative, that's what I, you know, uh, was drawn to. Um, anyway, in college, I went to school for video production, um, and from there, that kind of led into photography. Um, photography was kind of an accident. You know, I didn't really have an interest into it. It kind of happened by accident. You know, I did a shoot with a friend and found out I was good at it, and, you know, from there, uh, it just took off. Wow. So, so like, when you first pick up a camera and you start taking pictures, I always wonder, is the eye of the photographer different from regular people? Um, I think it is. Um, I think it is. Um, I... I always have like you know I always have the concept or idea in my head and just uh, you know have it come from your head to to it you know coming to reality and actually come turning into a real picture. Um, it's it's amazing. Um, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> Word. Hey 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 man, I, I want to thank you man. You you are definitely uh, the future of comedy. Where, now your Twitter is. BG Media Online. Talk to me about the business of of what you do because uh, when you're an artist, your art is your art, and it's your heart. is It's what what makes you breathe. But uh, when you fuse the business into it, uh, speak to how you do that and uh, and the, the the ups and downs of infusing your business with your art. Well, I mean, I've learned that, you know, everybody has talent, and you can, you know, you can always be talented, but you also have to handle the business aspect of it as well. Um, so it's a bit of a challenge to, um, you know, make sure you're handling your business right, because, yes, I'm talented, but also if I want to, you know, make a career out of it and, and really have longevity in the business, I have to make sure I'm on top of the business. So, you know, I book everything myself. I um, I, I pretty much do everything myself, the shoots, uh, the booking, the, you know, getting everything together. So I do that all myself. So it's a lot of work, but, you know, you just have to stay on top of it. And, um, you know, because I definitely had a talent, but you definitely have to have uh, that business aspect as well. And, you know, just staying on top of stuff because it's the little things that, that will mess you up and trip you up. So um, just staying on top of everything, I would say. Hey, hey, Brandon, what do you want people, when they see your work, whether it be your videography or your photography, what do you want them to walk away with? Just, I mean, ultimately, I just like to inspire people with my work. You know, I want them to walk away inspired some kind of way or touched in some kind of way. Or, you know, I just want to evoke that emotion within them, you know. So when they see my work, they, they get a happy feeling or, or you know, if it calls for it, maybe they get uh, sad about it or, you know, whatever emotion they evoke for it, I want them to walk away um, just touched by my work. Um I, I do I do a lot of stuff. I do weddings, I do models, I do um any anything. I do models in. too. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I ain't mad at you on that one. Um, now, now Brandon, this is a silly question from Roddy Perry. Do you ever use your camera for evil? Because I be seeing y'all photographers and I be like, wait a minute, he ain't even got he ain't even got his camera ain't even on. He just just doing that so the women can come over here. What do you ever use your camera for evil? Uh, um, if I do, I, I do it in a slick way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. To say that. 
I love it. Hey, man, Brandon, I want to thank you for coming on today. And uh, now I got I got Derek Blank coming on in a few minutes, man. Uh, he's he's world renowned as, yes. as a as a as a photographer that's coming up in the game. Can you got any questions for Derek Blank just off the top? Man, I, first and foremost, I just got to say I'm a, I'm definitely a huge fan of him. You know, just being I was introduced him from the show uh, Atlanta Housewives. So, you know, from that show, I was just man blown away by his work. Um, but if I have any questions, it would just be, um, I guess, how did he really start in the game, and you know, how did he uh, really get started in the business, and how how has he maintained his uh, status in the you know celebrity photographer business? Got it. Great question, and I guarantee you we're gonna get to all the answers. Brandon, thank you for calling in today, man. It, it, it's been it's been great to interview. I want to be able to say I talked to him when, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> and 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 we definitely are gonna be able to say that. Thank you again, man, and we'll stay in touch, ladies and gentlemen. Show some love for Brandon Gibson, photographer. The next up, and you can check him out on Twitter. Tweet him at BG Media Online. At BG Media Online. Do you have a website, Brandon? I do. Um, www.bgmediaonline.com. Everything is BG Media Online. So the Twitter, the Facebook, it's all BG Media Online.com. And I just want to say, uh, just want to thank you for this interview. Um, this is my first interview, so I'm a little nervous, but I definitely thank you, and it's a privilege uh, talking to you. Hey, nothing but a thing, man. You did a great job, and keep grinding, man. And maybe me and you, maybe we could take some pictures in the near future, man. I look forward to, to getting on the other side of your lens and we doing something fly. Oh, most definitely, man. Thank you. My man. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We got an incredible show for y'all today. We talked to Justin Hives. We just got off the line with Brandon Gibson, future photographer to the stars, taking it to the next level. Now, what I want to do now is I want to open up uh, some, of the, uh, some of the lines, man. I got some people calling me in. The chat room is going crazy. Appreciate y'all. I see you, Tara Love Diva. I see you, Keshanta Murray. I see y'all up in there talking to each other. And, and all my guests... If you're a guest and you're uh, uh, in here and you just clicked in to listen online, you can sign up and, and then you can chat with us. I mean, that, that makes it fun. Thank you to the Jury Goddess. Uh, thank you to Road to Stardom Radio. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate y'all, y'all. Chauncey Hatcher, thank y'all. So if you're a guest, you can, you can just, it don't cost you a penny, but you can log in. And also, uh, please... Uh, archive the show. If you got, if you love the show, if you love Roddy Perry Live, go to your iTunes and pull it in. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, and you can catch them all even when you're busy and you don't have time to catch us live because we've been putting up some great shows, and you need to be a part of this all the time. So uh, to call in number 718-305-6383, 718-305-6383. When I come back, I'm a, no matter of fact, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go away now. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna take some calls. Elijah Everett, you're on the line, Rodney Perry live. What's going on, RP? What's up, big homie? Good man, good man. Just listening to this fantastic show you got going on. Hey, well, you know, uh, let me tell people who this is. Elijah Everett uh, was one of our interns over at the Monique Show, and he has since then. Segwayed into the producing game. He's developing, producing his own shows. Elijah, man, I, I'm such a fan of your work, and I'm so proud of the strides that you're taking, man. What's 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 next on the horizon for you? Uh, well, I got a, a show that's going to be developed soon. I can't really say all the dynamics of it, but it's looking real good. I can tell you that it will be on a show on proposing. So uh, look out for that real soon. That is the worst 
explanation I ever heard in my life. What <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I can't tell you nothing, but I can tell you I will be proposing it. <laughs> I can tell you everything on it, though, man. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel you, though, because sometimes you have to lay in the cut be, before it's really, you don't want to really tip your hand before it's ready. So I feel you on that. But so I was, other I was, than that, how, how's everything going with you, bro? Everything's good, man. I was listening to the fact that how you were saying about, um, you know, just doing new things and everything like that. And um, it just kind of dawned on me, you know, um, me personally, being a former athlete, I didn't realize, you know, being in this entertainment industry, how many other doors would come about just from, you know, testing out a new a new kind of occupation, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. and just seeing how that will blossom into other things. So it's definitely something that you want to do as a person, as an individual. I think that life in itself is kind of just making sure you maximize as much as you can within a 24-hour period to see how much you can get with that potential that you have. And if we're not doing that every day, then we're really just wasting our time and our talents, you know, so. Well, well said, man. Hey, Elijah, thanks for calling in. Keep listening. Uh, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Hey, uh, the next guest that you'll hear on this show is one of the coldest photographers ever to pick up a camera. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Where's Rodney Perry? That's what you're saying to yourself. Rodney, where you gonna be? I heard you're gonna be over here. I heard you're gonna be over there. Well, here it comes straight from the horse's mouth. March 12th, music and comedy fundraiser for the Knees Robin Brown at Mingles Barn Grill, Atlanta, Georgia. March 15th through the 18th, Temple Belly Comedy Club, Fairfield, California. Six big shows you don't wanna miss it. And March 25th through the 31st, Tom Jonas Fantastic Boy. If you don't already have your tickets, you're probably not gonna get on this boat. Believe that. And April 13th, I'm so excited about this one. Rodney Perry, Monique, and Tone X at the Showplace Arena, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. The question is, where you gonna be? I'm gonna be the show. For all updates, Rodney Perry, go to my website, rodneyperry.com. Now, back to the show. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Rodney Perry, and we are back. I'm so excited about talking to this dude today. This man, um, what, what can I say, uh, published photographer, uh, uh, director, uh, artist. He does so many things well, but he came to our collective consciousness as a photographer and specifically for delivering the alter ego photos uh he's shot people like like monique he shot Nicki minaj he shot uh uh, uh uh everybody that's anybody to be shot in black hollywood Derek Blanks has shot those people and not only shot them, but showed them a part of them, themselves that they didn't even know. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, welcome to the Rodney Perry stage, Mr. D. Blanks. What's up, Derek? What's up, Rodney? How's it going, man? Man, man, thank you so much for coming on today, man. You are, are truly, first of all, as a citizen of Atlanta, Georgia, and as a, a guy that kind of gets to be a fly on the wall in a lot of different situations, what I notice about you is you're always nice. And I can't say that about everybody on this Atlanta brand-new Hollywood <laughs> landscape. I, I've, I've had an opportunity to be in situations where I see you, how you treat people, whether they're famous or not, and you're always super consistent and super nice, man. And if nobody has ever told you that, I noticed that. So man, I, I'm, I'm, very, I'm, big, I'm a big fan of people that move and shake that way. 
I appreciate it, man. This, I mean, it's an honor just to be able to do what I love to do. So, you know, there's no reason to really, I guess, mistreat people or treat people as, you know, you want, want to be treated because, I mean, even if they're not a celebrity or if even if they are, they're still your equal. So I kind of live by that mentality. And, you know, I've been blessed to prosper from that, just having that mentality. But um, I truly believe that. And I'm just happy to do what I do. What I do. Hey, hey, you know, and what you do, you do super well. Now, let's rewind the the the, uh, the Derek Blanks uh, uh, tape back to third grade when somebody <laughs> said, give this little boy a camera. <laughs> well, you know, if we go that far back, um, I remember talking to my mom. She's been, like, probably my hugest supporter. But um, I remember talking to her and telling her, you know, I know I want to be an artist. And I was like, okay, they have these auditions for um, this academic performing art school where you get to draw, printmaking, sculpture, all of that. And um, she was like, okay, you're third grade now, so I think you can you can do it. So I auditioned, and I remember just being ecstatic to go to school every day and to leave school to go to this performing art place at like 2 o'clock in the evening. And it's just, and that's why the arts are so important in schools now, because um, it just opened me up to like a whole other experience as far as being an artist, not just a photographer, but an artist as far as creating and being uh, able to like express whatever it is you want to do in different mediums. So I remember being introduced to the photography, and back then, you know, you did everything in the dark room with traditional chemicals like stock bath, developer, fixer, all that. So having that background has really helped me to produce, you know, the artwork that I produce now and know how to kind of translate modern technology with the digital Photoshop into the era. So, I mean, it's just it's something that I'm grateful for, um, the experience to just be able to study different forms of art and, you know, be able to pick up a camera that I could never afford and shoot with it and know that those backgrounds and know how to actually I guess produce an image in the dark room is something that I, I'm grateful for, and hopefully they never take that out of schools, you know. Right. Now, so do, do you think a, a a young photographer now should have that as a, a a foundation to know how to shoot on film, to know how to develop on real paper, or is that gonna go and leave us? all together with the advent of digital and the technology? You know what? Honestly, I think it probably will leave us, but I think it's very important um, to learn that as a photographer, as an artist, learn the traditional aspect of photography. I know her recently, like Kodak is going under because nobody's buying film and nobody's developing pictures and all that anymore. But I think it's a necessity because even modern-day technology like Photoshop, 
the tools that you use in those programs are named after the traditional tools, like the dodge and burn stuff that you mm-hmm. guys probably don't have any interest in or knowledge about. But those tools are still um, in the in the software that I use on a daily day basis. So I think you know everything kind of reinvents itself. So I, truthfully, I think that the style of photography from earlier eras will kind of come back. Uh, just like style and fashion and music comes back. So it's something that all artists and photographers need to know. Well, you, you know, what's, what's most interesting when I hear your story is the fact that you say, Rodney, I'm an artist. I mean, photography is just one of the ways you express your art. And I see that when I look at the alter ego photos. Now that, now that it, 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 it makes sense to me because I watch your videos at dblanks.com. I went on dblanks.com. I watched mm-hmm. the videos, and I was like, man, this is not just a picture. This is like a full experience. Like, you got people falling out the windows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, I watched the Vivica Fox video, and Vivica, you got her. She's there. She's the main image. Then I look over in the corner. She's falling out the window. I look over on the side, she climbing out another building in a helicopter. Man, do you see this before you shoot it? You know what I do, and I, I absorb stuff on the daily, like just going outside or um, if I'm in New York, it's like eye candy, like the billboards and everything. But it's like I absorb stuff where I'm not even conscious of it, and um, I may be thinking of an idea later and be like, hey, this is what I want to do for my next shoot. And, um, you know, I didn't realize that um, my work had those characteristics until, like, I was shooting Brandy's Alter Ego, and we were on set, and she was like, this is like a video shoot. <laughs> I was like, well, you know what, maybe that's what I need to do. So um, I kind of, um, I guess, widened my horizons and just tried to think of um uh, taking it to another medium, not to say that I'm leaving photography because people have asked me that before too, everyone. So are you just doing videos now? Or, but no, you know, I want to do, I want to do everything as far as one day, hopefully I'll be even doing movies. So who knows? Hey, and speaking of, speaking of, uh, Derek Blanks, the director, you know, we caught you in the SWV video where you killed it. <laughs> you know, so so that that is something that you want to do more of, and 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 maybe you know express yourself that way as, as well as a director. Right. Yes. Most definitely. Um, one thing about videos or movies are their motion motion pictures. So I just wanted my uh, my video world to kind of translate or coincide with my photography, and my work is known for concept as well as the lighting and composition. So I just wanted to make sure that that lighting came across when I shot SWV, and we all know they're legends anyway. So I wanted to make sure they were lit properly, they looked great, and there was a storyline. You know, I've watched, like, VH1 so, like, (laughs) repeatedly, and, you know, that's one thing that videos nowadays really don't have that, um, they did back then. Besides the budget, of course, is that um, that storytelling and the, the the lighting, the mood, 
um, like back in the days. If they had the quality of the cameras that they do now, with the lighting and the catch and the gaffers back then, you know those videos would be even more amazing. So. Hey, I, I, I'm a fan. I got a chance to watch the video, and you can you can see all all of Derek's work at dblank dot com. You can tweet him at dblanks. Man, you you are you are all over the social media. You're 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 getting it in. And I, my, my question, my next question is: We talked to a young photographer, Brandon Gibson, earlier, and uh, his question was like, "How did you get started?" And and how did you implement the business? You know, because you know, if you're an artist, you love your mm-hmm. art. But you know, how did you infuse the business into what you do? You know, that's extremely important. And um, when I first started, that's where I was lacking. But the most important thing is to you know have people on your team that can help you in that aspect. And that's one thing that you know I'm grateful for. They kind of show me like I have. Great assistants, great studio managers. My team is really good. I can't replace them. But um, everything kind of come to me. I've been presented to me in the order that it should be. Like I know the importance of ha- having a good accountant to make sure your books are right. And when you're self-employed, you need a good, a great uh, financial planner to make sure if there's hard times in the future that you're not suffering in the future, so all those things. Um, so I would suggest to him, you know, of course stay on top of your craft and make sure that you're current as far as your style, but make sure you're prepared to. A lot of times we um, get overwhelmed with having the best equipment and all this, but when you're first starting, you want to build and piece it, piece it, piece by piece when you're getting, like, new equipment and stuff and that's the one most important thing is never to, I guess, overexert yourself financially where um, your build, your business will fail um, sooner than later. So um, hopefully never later, but you have to just be prepared for the slow times. And just do your research. Make sure you have a good accountant and make sure you have a good financial planner. Make sure you manage your money. And I'm very creative. I hate doing all that stuff, so I just try to make sure I stay abreast of that as far as how my accounts and how my finances are looking and how much I'm spending. And I try to make sure I have people on my team that can keep an eye out on that so I can focus on the creative side of it. I love it. And, you know, you know, one of the things that, that I heard, and, and, you know, even as a, a, a entrepreneur, I look at, you know, me as a stand-up comic, is, is you know, I'm a, we're we're our own black-owned business, and financial planning is 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 paramount because a lot of us don't understand money until we get money, and right. and it's it's too late at that point, <laughs> you know. Right. So right. Uh, I, I think I think you spoke spoke volumes, and uh, you, Brandon Brandon is actually holding Brandon. You 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 on with uh with Derek Blanks? He just dropped some words of wisdom. How did it make you feel, brother? <laughs> oh man! It, it make, first, I have to say uh, hello, Mr. Blanks. What's up, Brandon? Hey, I'm good. Um, what he said was definitely important. Um, you know, I, I I want to more focus on the creative side as well, and I definitely will try to incorporate um, you know other people to help me out with that. So that that definitely spoke volumes to me to get a little team together. Um, so yeah, that definitely I definitely incorporate yeah, I mean, some help. When you first started your business too. 
of course, you may not necessarily have a finance that hire an accountant and do all that type of stuff, but then just realize the importance of doing that, and, and even if you have to go to, like, purchase itself, those applications there for your computer that basically do your accounting for you, or even if you got to go to, like, small tax companies or whatever. But that's the most beneficial thing is kind of just let it build up to that level where um, you can afford to bring somebody on to kind of manage that. Because I know if you're like me, you hate doing that type of stuff and you just want to be creative. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, now let me let me run this by you because as I was doing my research for this interview, I came across a set of videos. Speaking of the people that help you, your assistance mm-hmm. challenges <laughs> is my favorite reality show, first of all. <laughs> it's uh, incredible. It. It's really <laughs> it's really well shot, the way you cover it, everything. And and I'm, I would found myself really rooting for, like, a couple of them to win. Man, it's a great concept. <laughs> is this going to be a show? Can we look for this on TV? You know what? Um, a couple of people have approached me about doing the show. And, I mean, if I did one, I would want it to be positive in that vein. And I, I wouldn't mind doing something like that. And who knows? In the near future, you may see D Blank. Who wants to work for D Blank? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just a way to kind of get back to my assistants who are here all the time and right. make sure they get something out of it in interns and kind of open them up to um, experience they may not normally have. We just did a challenge that should probably be out in the next couple of weeks with Buchal. So um, that's, that's going to be hilarious to see them work with celebrities and see how they interact with celebrities. Each challenge is a little different, but so this is like their first um, celebrity challenge. So I, I love it, man. The, the, if you get a chance, go go check out dblanks.com. You can find all his videos. He has a YouTube page as well, Mr. D. Blanks. Um, <laughs> talk to me about being Black Hollywood's go-to guy because, and then not just Black Hollywood because I mean you you shoot everybody you know you you shoot the soccer mom and you shoot Monique so, right. um, but specifically as our industry goes, mm-hmm. uh, I hear people not only sing your praises but really love you and love the work and the way you capture their image. Uh how, how does that make you feel and how did that come about? Um, you know, I noticed that when you go to different photo shoots, video shoots or what what have you, um, if you just on set, nine times out of ten, you know, we aren't behind the camera, we aren't behind the video um camera or the still cameras. Um so I just really wanted to um, capitalize on doing something different and innovative where, you know, we kind of turn the tables. I mean, it's sad, but a lot of times, you know, we hire people that don't necessarily shoot basically black people or um, we're more impressed. Our people are a lot of times more impressed by um, who we shot as far as if they, they cross over or whatever. But to answer your question, the, the most important thing that I realized being an African-American is making sure that we're exposed properly as far as how we're lit 
on the movie set as far as how it lit on the stills because a lot of times photographers may be looking at the white shirt that a black subject may be have on. So if that's the case, that means the black subject's going to be underexposed or too dark. Mm. So um, that's something to think about as far as making sure, you know, we are in our business. We're behind the scenes. We're not only in front of the camera. We have black photographers, black makeup artists, black um, directors. All that's important because the view of from, the view from us is totally different from people um, other ethnicities. Right. So um, I think this is very important, and I think that's what I've been kind of coined and noted for is making us look. Um, how we see ourselves, basically. So, and of course, everybody likes to look good. So if you do just that, you know, I've been on sets where the label or the networks may not want to use me, but the client has fought for me um, to make sure that I was there. And that says a lot to me as far as the relationships I have with my clients and the end product of what I'm producing, Um speaks volumes as far as them wanting to fight for me to make sure that I'm the photographer or director on the set. Uh, man, I, I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry. You're listening to Rodney Perry Live. My guest for today, Mr. Derek Blanks, photographer to the stars and anybody else that is sat in front of his camera because he's mm-hmm. like that. He, he, he is definitely uh, uh, cool like that. Now, speak to me uh, about the technology, man. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's constantly changing. And mm-hmm. oh, be, before you answer that, before you answer that, what was the, the the one piece of equipment that when you got it, you was like, uh-oh, I'm about to do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to Hasselblad USA. But for real, um, my Hasselblad camera. Um, I normally primarily shoot with a Canon um, digital camera Mark II. Um, and I love that camera too, but I was introduced to a medium format camera, digital back. And basically, it's like a Cadillac of cameras. Okay, okay. Where the quality is like, besides it being like a 30 megapixel camera, the sensor size, the size of the negative it produces is huge, which means more detail, okay. sharper, richer color, depth of field. Um, I love it. I love the camera, so, I mean, and when you grab the camera, it's really heavy, so it feels like a piece of, a piece of equipment that you know is going to deliver. But um, in all honesty, that's what I love. But when I first started, I shot with the Rebel Digital, the Canon, which is about $1,000, which is really inexpensive for a camera and the lens. Right. And I tell people all the time that it's not really, it's not really the camera, it's what you do with the lighting and um, the, the subject and composition and all that, but no, the camera. I love the camera, but you can get quality images from just about any any camera. Wow! Wow! Well said. Uh, who was the first alter ego? Um, the first alter ego I did, first celebrity alter ego, would probably have been Eva Pickford. Okay. I had just done, like, a beauty fashion story with her, and I asked her to come back and do uh, an alter ego with me. And um, she was the first one. I remember shooting her. Like, she can't take a bad picture anyway. 
but um, just her energy and how beautiful she is um, is like spellbounding. Um, and Eva's a natural course in front of the, the camera, but I remember shooting her um, very vividly. Wow. Wow. Hey, hey, you guys, we talking to my man Derek Blanks. You mind if we take a couple of calls before we, before we wrap this up, D? Most definitely. Uh, Timothy Vaughn, you're on the line with Derek Blanks. What up, man? Hey, I got some um, kudos to give uh, to the two photographers. I want to ask them one question. When Barack Obama comes to Perry, um, uh, Tyler Perry's house, will they be there to capture it? That's one question. <laughs> and and second question I got is, you know, me and me and you uh, uh, go back a little bit. You know, I used to come on the Monique show as a uh, as a fan. Uh, I was with um, I was with Alva Kearns. I remember uh, okay. Yeah, I remember one time when we were sitting there dancing on stage with y'all on the slow groove. You told me to grab uh, my girl's ass. Remember that? Uh, not really, but yeah. This is what I give you. That sounds like something I would have said. Yeah, you didn't believe me. We were sitting there dancing. Three couples were dancing. You were dancing with Monique, and you told me, go on, grab it, man. Grab it, grab it, grab it. The grab question it, is, did you grab it? Oh, I grabbed it. Obama is like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be crazy. That'll be like it's off the ego of mine. <laughs> wow, that's that's crazy. That is, man, to see, but man, you gotta just can you just do it without him? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Photoshop, I possibly can, but. I don't want to get in no yeah. trouble there. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be messing with him. You don't want to be messing with him. Um, <laughs> now, now, Derek, uh, when I travel, I go on the road. Uh, the gentleman that captures a lot of my images is my brother, and he had never touched the camera before this, and now he's really, his images are getting better and better every time, and I know he has a question for you. JT, you're on the line with Mr. Derek Blanks. Um, um, just a quick question. Um. Just for artists like me, like when I'm trying to get into it, um, is there any advice that you have for just making it in the business? Oh, just making it out. in the business? Yeah, just starting um, out. I would say um, the most thing, important thing is kind of marketing yourself in the business. Once you get past the skill level, which I really believe that, you know, a lot of times photography can be enhanced by teachers, but you really have to have the eye for it, just like with artists and drawing or whatever. Um, you know, you can't really learn how to draw or paint, not unless you have that basic foundation or you have the natural ability to. A lot of times, like, people that may not 
have picked up a camera before. That's why they can pick up a camera and then start shooting instantly, and they have something that looks like um, it could be published. But after you get past that, I would say most definitely marketing yourself, which would mean like getting your business cards together and then, you know, marketing yourself um, socially on Twitter and on different blogs or taking out advertisements, producing, like, literature and, like, flyers to promote yourself, like if you do artist um, development or artist images, like printing out flyers to take them to local CDs, I mean, studios where you can uh, post your stuff for uh, independent artists to hire you, or if you do editorial, um, putting a card together and send to different magazines or newspapers, anything like that to kind of market yourself, I would say would be the way to go because there's tons of talent that people, the thing you always wonder why certain people are called for certain things. And, of course, um, a lot of it has to do with their skill and their favorites the favor of God, but a lot of it also has a common sense as far as marketing yourself and just making sure that you're putting yourself out there. Um, in this day and age, um, with reality shows or whatever, you know, as they say, I'm not going to say there's no such thing as bad, bad publicity, but those shows are really can promote you and your talent. Wow. Well said. Well said. Hey, hey, um, we got to talk about this before we get out of here. Uh, you do uh, a number of things to give back, um, you know, to the community, and uh, you did a project called Up the Learning Tree. Man, tell us about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the book, that was right after I graduated, I did the children's book called Up the Learning Tree, um, and my background was illustration, so um, traditional illustration like painting and drawing. So I got a call from Lee Book Publishing in New York about this tree, about this book called Up the Learning Tree, which is basically about um, this young slave boy who climbs a sycamore tree and learns how to read by watching um, watching young white kids be taught by a teacher. So he climbs every day and he kind of learns how to read. And one day he um, he basically gets where the teacher notices him. So the teacher teaches him how to read um, until she gets caught. Um, in the end, the relationship between the, um, the young slave boy and the teacher was great or whatever, and he learned how to read. But it just, it was a good ending, of course, because it was a children's book as far as um, it wasn't anything that's terrible that happened. But it was just more about the struggles African Americans have gone through, or slaves have gone through, black people have gone through um, to get where we are. And um, when I was approached to illustrate it, I thought it was something that would be cool to do because it's a part of our history. And um, it's something that, you know, um, our kids need to know um, is how how we got to where we are. So, I mean, like I mentioned before, anything that kind of shows or lets me be expressive, any medium, even if it's oil painting or drawing or photography, I'm all for it. 
I love it, y'all. This is Rodney Perry. You listen to Rodney Perry Live. The man, the myth, the legend, mm-hmm. Mr. Derek Blanks is kicking it with us today. Now, I got a young lady on the line that um, she she has shot me before. She's an awesome photographer in her own right. And she claims to have worked with you, Jeanne Davis. You're on with Derek Blanks. <laughs> What's up, hey, Jeanne? Derek. <laughs> hey, Derek. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? I'm so. I want to say first, thank you so much, Rodney, for having Derek on. Is he you not know, awesome? I, is he not the coolest dude on the planet? He is absolutely amazing. I have been stalking Derek for like a couple of years now. He finally let me in his camp, so I'm all excited. But no, um, I actually was having a um, conversation with one of my other mentors because I look at Derek as my mentor. He has actually worked under him and had an amazing time the last time he was here in L.A., and the question came up about, I don't want to go back and learn film because I don't need to know it because I can do everything digitally. But you hit the nail on the head when you um, answered that question about that. So now I know for 100% sure that I'm going to go back and learn the film side of photography because when I came into the game, you know, film was being um, pushed out. So I was like, okay, I don't need to learn film. So I really appreciate you first, Rodney, for asking that question. And then Derek, for you answering it because that gave me the answer that I've been looking for. So thank you. Oh, uh, most definitely. So yeah. how's everything going? I'm I'm so excited for you guys. I'm like, I I love both of you guys, and I'm just so excited to you know see the progress and and everything that you guys are doing. And I saw the cosine video. Congratulations! It looks great. I know. It was that not oh, high. It was <laughs> hot. <laughs> I was thank actually you, there you. when he shot the um. The um the cover art for the single. Wow! Yeah. Wow! So so, Jeanne, let me ask you uh, as as a person that's that's worked behind the scenes and and saw Derek work, what what makes him so special? He has the most humble, humble, loving spirit. He is one of the rare photographers that is so confident in what he does that he does not mind sharing it with the world. With anybody who wants to know, he will be that person. And like you said earlier, if you're an A-list celebrity to a guy on the street, on the stand on the bus stop, he will treat you the exact same. And when everybody says that about a person, it has to be true. He is amazing. He is just a sweetheart. And um, because of his spirit, he that's why he's so successful, and that's why his success will continue to grow um, leaps and bounds. But yeah, he's 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 awesome. He's amazing. He's always willing to teach. He's always willing to stop and tell you, and he's always willing to give back from what he's learned. And that's what um, me and many other photographers uh, appreciate about Derek. Wow. Hey, Derek, what does it do for you to hear hear comments like that, man? I mean, it's very humbling, um, and it lets me know that, you know, I'm doing something right as far as the direction that I'm going in. And, you know, just the simple fact of how I treat people is very humbling. It makes me realize, you know, that um, I'm doing something right, and you don't have to be, you know, an asshole to be successful or, you know, look down on people or, you know, think you're above anybody else to be successful. 
I love it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. Listen to Rodney Perry Live. The website is www.dblanks.com. You can go on Twitter. He's at dblanks. Or you can go on his Facebook page, D period blank photography, or his YouTube. I'm saying it all, Derek. I want them to find it. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> and the YouTube is Mr. D Blanks. Man, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, any any words you want to leave us with before we get out of here? Um, you know, I just want to thank you for having me on the show. And, you know, I want to stress that anything is possible because, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm – from Mississippi, and I've worked with basically all of Black Hollywood, and I'm not based in New York or L.A., so with not anything is possible, just make sure your focus and your vision is there, and you know exactly what you want to do, and you go after it. Um, a lot of people have great ideas, but you can't really accomplish them by not doing anything. You have to get up and actually take charge and do it. And all of us have fears, but we just have to make sure we overlook them and overcome and step out and do it. Hey, well said, well done. Thank you again for coming out today, man. And uh, you guys, you you know how to find him. I I said a hundred times. Go check out. Derek Blanks, go to his website, go to his YouTube page, make yourself a fan if you're not already a fan. Again, Derek, thank you for coming on today. My name is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. You guys continue to listen, continue to be inspired, and we're going to continue to give you some great shows. Y'all have a great day. What's up, world? Thanks.